0: Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Ascended Radio, and I am your grateful host, Jessica Spencer. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show today. This is August 29th. I'm sorry, July 29th. I'm I'm already jumping August because it is coming so quickly. But it is July 29th, 2015, 3:30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, the call-in number for today's show. And every show is three four seven nine nine six three two six three. The name of today's show and the title of today's show, subject matter is Adaptation and Transformation. And it's pretty indicative of what this year has been like and what the past few years, I would say, has been like. We've had to do a lot of adapting, a lot of really kind of looking at who we've been, who we've been in the world, the world in general, the micro and the macro, and really trying to figure out how we fit into it and if we fill so fit into it and if it's, you know, worth looking at to see if, you know, we can create something more that we do fit into and that encompasses everyone and, and everything. And so many interesting and intense energies have been going on and they're really spilling over, you know, both in our individual and collective uh, lives, And you can see that, you know, there's a lot of things that are continuously arising and so I know it's kind of really challenging to kind of keep your cool and to kind of stay grounded when there's so many things that are going on that, you know, are coming to the surface to be healed. And and that's really where I wanted to entitle the show Adaptation and Transformation because it seems like you know, a lot of people are kind of struggling with adapting and with adapting to truths kind of coming out, and we all know a lot of times, you know, even if you look at the whole disclosure project of, you know, the government, are they or are they not going to disclose if there is, you know, extraterrestrial life forms, for example? And there's always been the argument that people can't handle that, that people can't handle the truth, you know, even with those things that are classified. A lot, you know, with the biggest excuses is, is that well, humanity's not ready for this, you know, even certain technologies that are hidden from us for decades or hundreds of years even, we already know that free energy has existed for at least 100 years, right? But we're still not utilizing it. And part of it, the biggest part is always going to be this whole thing called money, right? I've done several shows. If you want to go back to the archives and listen to the show that I did on um, energetic currency that talks about how that energy that we associate with money is circulated around the world and that, and that, that fear that we have of you know, not having enough money, of lack and limitation, the fear of if I give you this money, you know, what does my account look like or, you know, am I going to be able to eat, you know, tomorrow? And a lot of people are, are around the world are feeling that sort of attachment to money and that sort of pain associated with money and just this ugliness about it, right? And we know that it's not really being um, circulated in a way that uh, reflects the, the better good of all of us, right? It's not, it's not done in a really fair type of way. Um, and so that's one way that we're kept enslaved, you know, is through this notion of energetic currency. And really, it's not that any of these, you know, these, these people that, that have all of this money and this oligarchy, right? It's not that they need more because they're printing it arbitrarily. What they need is your energy about the money, they need your negative, you know, emotions about it to circulate around the world. That's something that you know goes, touches you know, billions of people's hands every day, right? And it gets circulate, especially the U.S. U.S. dollars. those are things that we're kind of dealing with, and that we are having to adapt to. Are these truths that are coming to the surface about our own lives that we may not want to face, and that we've just kind of swept under the rug, or that we've you know really medicated with. You know, antidepressants Or some sort of addictive behavior um, You know, but now it's You can't run from it And it's smacked dead in your face It's on social media You know, it's on television People are talking ar- about it around you And, you know, I know for a lot of us That are waking up Or that are spiritual people you know, we enjoy studying. We enjoy, you know, speaking amongst ourselves really and we enjoy that connection with one another and we enjoy reading and, and creating and writing and just being at peace and, you know, kind of sharing but from afar. And we don't really want to jump too much into the fire and I know that's been true for me. I mean, I, I definitely can, you know, raise my hand and say guilty of someone who's, you know, definitely rejected almost, you know, other people's negativity. Like if I if I feel somebody around me that's just stressful, their energy is stressful, or what they're talking about is stressful, or, you know, I, I tend to hear, you know, maybe those things that they call stories and, and and I judge that, right? Because it's just something that I even need to release and I'm, you know, decently have released a good part of judgment. But of course there's still some lingering and, and, and these people you know, friendships or family members may come into your life to kind of be a reflection of where it is that you need to be, uh, that you need to be cognizant of in your life or that you need to release or or look at and, again, adapt and and transmute and transform, transcend, right? So, you know, when I have people that, you know, are around me, I've noticed that, you know, maybe on, uh, maybe interested or focused on something else and that, Energy that I'm feeling doesn't feel good to me. I just kind of put up this wall. You know, it's what I noticed about myself. I don't really adapt to it because I don't want to. You know, my my feeling is like, whoa. You know, I don't want to, and out of fear. You know, it's like I. It's almost like that person that cooties. You know, please don't bring that negativity towards me. But I feel like what it's time for people that are, you know, whether you call yourself a lightworker or starseed, indigo rainbow children. You know, all of these identities which we can adapt to and transcend as well, right? But if you consider yourself to be, you know, someone who's awake or awakening, you know, we, we have to be able to be in the world and not of the world. And that's what we came here to do. We came here to demonstrate, you know, where where people might be stuck with the, with the constant circulation of study. Studying the law, studying religion, studying belief systems, and so they never really jump into the game, right? We we don't practice every day to never play the actual game. You know, we don't study for exams without actually taking the exam or you don't, you know, study um, in, in high school to not graduate or, you know, to to take the midterms or the SATs, whatever it is, you know, you study for that and you're practicing so that eventually you know it enough that you can demonstrate what it is that you've learned. So for us that are, you know, have the ability or may have a little bit more insight, it really is up to us to show how we can be more loving and to show, you know, how we can not just be dismissive. You know, one of the things that I noticed is even with people that are, you know, quote, unquote, awake, you know, this whole thing of racism right now that's popping up is really kind of even rearing its ugly head in this in, in the spiritual arena. It's really calling us to, to look at something that does not need to be dismissed. It has to finally be addressed, just like everything else does that's coming to the church to be healed. It needs to be healed so that it can be released and forever let go of. And sweeping it under the rug is not... Um, that's a way to ignore it, and we know as spiritual beings that this is something that needs to be healed, just like anything else, whether it's an an abusive relationship or judgment against yourself, judgment against someone else um if it's this a uh, fear, if it's a fear of lack or worry or doubt, all of those things have to, we have to allow them to come to the surface, even if we didn't inflict that type of pain personally um you know you may not have inflicted you know someone's uh rape. Or some sort of abuse, but you can still have compassion for that person. You can still offer a space of healing within your listening, right? So th- those are ways that we can begin to adapt to the things that are coming to the surface, so that we can transcend and we can we can use this, the spiritual tools that we have, not to run away or be dismissive or say, "Well, we're all one, so that's just your story, you know, get over it," or you know, we don't we don't really have time to, to deal with this. And like I said, guilt teacher too. Um, but we, we should allow it to come to the surface and we should listen and we should be an ear and we should offer tools um, that can help people to transcend, to adapt and transcend that pain in a loving way and not a dismissive way, right? And and even if it's, you know, we're seeing a lot of shootings going on, right? And, and it ignites you. Something inside is triggered, right? And, and of course, if you're a spiritual person, for a lot of us there is compassion and you see someone in pain and, and hurting, and a lot of times, you know, you want you want to help. The best way to do it, I think, is just to listen, you know, and listen without any bias, listen without, you know, your identif- identification to um, your culture as well and just be an ear for this pain that, that is arising and that is seeking to be healed. And we can do that in er- every area of our lives. So this is a way that we can adapt and transform. So a whirlwind of change is upon us. And our old tools and coping mechanisms aren't cutting it. So do we continue to cling to old ways of being or do we create a new way to sustain us, right? If we know that fossil fuels are not sustaining us and we know that there is a such a thing as free energy or we know that, you know, in the nineteen early 1900s, um, scientists already created, or maybe it was the, the early, mid-1900s, um, there were scientists who already created ways to run cars off of water, of course that scientist died, right, mysteriously, um, but there's, but when I was watching a documentary yesterday, it was really interesting because what social media has allowed us to do is you can't kill everybody, right, you can't kill, you know, if we're sitting here on YouTube and, and Vivo and, or, and and we're on Instagram, we're all sharing videos of how we can create um, ways to sustain society better, you can't kill everyone, you can't kill everyone's ideas and you can't hide it for forever, um, and we know that there's a lot of censorship that goes on. But if we can continue to really tap into our own unique gifts that we all have, maybe you're the one that's going to bring that, that technology forward. You know, or maybe you're the one that's going to share that information with the person that will bring that technology forward that sustains us, right? So we all can just begin to adapt and transform, unplug you know, from those you know, the mainstream media that we know is owned by the same corporations as we see with, you know, healthcare and we see in the media and we see in, in um, communication companies that are all being bought by one another that, I mean, pretty soon you're going to have, like, one huge company that's owning all of the fast food companies, that's owning all of the, the uh, oil companies, that's owning all of our utilities. Um, and so that's that's a monopoly, right? And so they're going to then be able to censor because it's all under one umbrella. But if we, you know, the people, can hone in on our own gifts that they cannot take away, their innate gifts within us, and we can unplug from them, not, let's pay, you guys continue to speak amongst yourselves, you know, and continue to censor your own selves because you're the only ones that are now paying attention if we can then pay attention to each other's gifts and release our judgment and dismissiveness and be a space through which this person can express their gifts, you know, if we can do that. We can actually listen and get beyond, you know, these, these differences that we have and we can really see how we're connected at the deepest level, which is through our creativity, which is through our connection to each other, to nature, to God, whatever you want to call it. If we can see that and see our own desires to be and and live the greatest life that we can, then we can be a space through which other people can 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 have Someone listen to that can have can bounce ideas off that, can engage and participate in that energy. I can hold a high space for you. It's like if i you know someone's sharing excitement with me about that anything that it is, I can stop what I'm doing and be present you know to that to that idea to that person, and I can be that space through which that idea gets to flourish, and I can hold a high support system for them so that I'm amplifying that energy and helping to push. That energy through them, so that it's expressed and made manifest in the world, and that's what we can get busy doing. Instead of saying, "Oh, you're you know you're a sinner, you're going to hell," or "Oh, my religion's better than yours," oh, I'm you know in this culture or whatever it is. If we can really begin to to pay attention to what indigenous and ancient people have said throughout time that have, that we're connected to the stars and that we're connected to nature. Um, But I think we can kind of get back to the, the basics and we can learn how to adapt that to a world that has become obsolete and we can eventually transform it, right? So we want to adapt. We want to transform, and that's how we're going to be able to create this this world, this new, this paradigm shift that's seeking to come up. And of course, the birthing pain, right? Because it's you know these, like I said, these old tools that we used to use aren't work You can see that in your individual life, right? These old coping mechanisms that used to work, whether it's you know dealing with your spouse, dealing with your job, we're just dealing. You know, we're, we're literally just dealing. We're literally just coping. We're literally you know, just existing. We're not really living. And so we're being called forth now to live. We're being called forth now to to create. We're being called forth to demonstrate what we've been learning. Um, I've said it a billion times. We're not supposed to sit here and continue to read the same Bible for 2,000 more years and not actually demonstrate what the love and the compassion that was trying to be um, spoken, you know. And it's been muffled. It's been censored. It's been inaccurately... um, interpreted, I would say, but the energy, I think, behind it and and what people do love about it is that, you know, there is some hope in it, and not even just the Bible, but any text that there is, I mean, any belief system that was meant to assist you in your understanding or connecting with the source or one another, um, but when we use that and from a point of view of ego, which needs some sort of competition, then we get into judgment that needs to say, you're right, you're wrong, there's a hierarchy, there's a middle class, there's a lower middle class. I mean, it's it's all of these boxes competing against each other. But when we blow open the box, when we explode the box open, and we see all the treats inside that is named you and me and named John and Sally and Monique and Jose and Renee and, you know, anything, anything. It's named after all of us that creativity, that spark that gets to experience itself as us every day in our breathing and in our living. You know, we're we're restricting that flow and that connection. We're pushing it further down through our density and through these layers of judgment that we have against ourselves and other people. And like I said, me, you know, I've I've done it myself. And it doesn't feel good, right? Even your friends, I mean, you see, you know, you want everyone to awaken, right? So when you see somebody that has all this quote-unquote potential and then you're you're looking at it as though they, their potential needs to match, or their path needs to match yours. And when it doesn't, and it looks like chaos, or it looks like they're getting further away, um, you know, we we place judgment on them, and we and it feels bad, right? It feels it feels very heavy, it feels really dense, um, and that's how judgment feels. And I had this interesting conversation on Facebook today. And um, you know, what I I wanna say that if your belief system it says thou shalt not judge, then don't judge. You know, if your if your belief system says that there is this God that sits up there and judges, then you go about being the best you that you can be, and then you let your version of God go about being the best that it can be, judging and all. If that's your belief system. You know, if and if we can hopefully begin to transcend that eventually then we can See how you know we can begin to adapt other people's perspectives as well and see what we what what is uh resonant with us and then demonstrate it. I mean I'm not saying you know go from whatever belief system you have and then adapt it to someone else's and that's it. I'm saying take responsibility for who you are in the world without with or without you know that belief system. And self-reflect, am I being loving, am I being compassionate, Am or am I being judgmental, and, and am I justifying it because of this, to say that I'm attached to this belief system? The belief system itself is not judging, human beings are, right? So what I say, um, and whatever you call God, you know, for for lack of a better word, let's say God created man, man created religion, not the other way around, and if it created all things and human beings have only lived on just this one planet for a small period of time in relation to the amount of time that the planets existed, then it can't make sense to you that God is necessarily a belief system or religion that was created billions of years after the existence of plant life. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. So I'm asking that we transcend, that we begin to Demonstrate that we evolve our study; that we don't just stay in the first grade; that we eventually graduate from college. You know, maybe you're, you know, that's for lack of better words. But let's let's keep going. Let's let's not um, conveniently stay, right? Because the problem would be, we want you to stay in this whole cycle of study forever, so you never look up from your book. You never really see what's going on, right? And you and you will literally fight to enslave yourself, fight to keep yourself enslaved because you don't want to be wrong. You know, it's not those things we have to evolve beyond and we have to let go of them. And again, this whole notion of right and wrong is obsolete as well. And that comes from ego, which again, like I said, breeds competition, which then breeds judgment. And again, that's that cycle. But we want to transcend that. We want those things to become obsolete. If you don't want to be judged, don't judge. The more that we refrain from that behavior, then it becomes obsolete. It's very simple. If you don't use it, you lose it. And if those things we want lose because they don't feel good, then don't use them. It's that simple. And that's how, again, we can begin to adapt and transform. And if you want to call in, you want to join the conversation, the call-in number is 347-996-3263. A side note to all of this, and something that... um, that I've noticed for myself, and and you might, as being a spiritual person, just wanting to wake up. That's what I'm going to assume if you're listening. Um, and if not, thank you for listening anyway. Thank you, I appreciate it, love you. Um, but is this notion of validation, right? And I think a lot of times we don't want to adapt, we don't want to transcend, and we don't want to, you know, really connect with the depths of ourselves because we want to fit in, right? We don't want to know what's really deeply layered underneath you know, all of this. Underneath the job title, underneath the identification with the culture, the race, or the sex, or the gender. You know, we want we don't want you know, most people shy away from that. We don't because we don't want to seem different. We're all different. You know, that's that's just the truth of it. If we can accept that, you know, then we would give ourselves freedom and permission to be that on a regular basis and to honor it within each other, right? But this whole need for validation and to fit in, um, I think it's it's becoming harmful. And even, like I said, on a spiritual level, you know, we also need to continue to to learn and go deeper. You're not going to reach, I believe, we're not going to get to a certain place of enlightenment and stop growing or learning. You're infinite. So you're going to just go to the next level. It's almost like a a ruler. Right, you have a ruler and you have, you know, millimeters and you have centimeters and you have inches. And each little step within that, you may get to the next uh, little millimeter and the next millimeter, and then you're at a centimeter, right? And then within that centimeter, you get to the next step, the next step, and then you're within an inch, and then it starts all over again, right? But not from where you started, just like in school. So you're going to go to, you know, you might go to preschool, you're going to go to kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, then you're going to start all over again. You're going to go to the fourth grade, but you're going to do it at a different school. You're going to have different teachers. Fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. Then you're going to start all over again. You're going to go to junior high school. You're going to learn different things. You're not going to use what you used two years ago anymore because you're progressing because you're evolving, right? Then you're going to go through junior high, and then you're going to go through again the the millimeters and the centimeters and the inches. You're going to go through, you know, your your freshman year, your sophomore year, your junior year, and then you're going to hit your senior year, right? And then you're going to go go through the SATs or whatever it is that you're going to do if you're going to go on to college. And that's a whole other reality that you didn't use before, you know, where professors don't want to hear an excuse, where you're paying for it, and they don't care if you come to class or not because it's your money, right? They're going to get paid either way. So it's, it's all these different realities that we get to participate in, but you're not supposed to stay the same and continue to study the same exact thing for a million years, we never evolved from it, right? We shouldn't still be stuck on wars. We shouldn't, we shouldn't still be, you know, able to be talked into hating other people because they look different or because they, you know, are in a same same-sex couple uh, relationship. I mean, that's ridiculous that we're stuck there, right? We have to we have to evolve on an individual level, and we need to transcend the need for validation as well. You know a lot of people I think are afraid to step up and say, "Hey, actually, I kind of you know, I meditate even though I may be religious or hey, I actually you know I eat meat and I'm spiritual you know i haven't I haven't gotten to that point where I've been called not to yet, or I just haven't released that part yet you know we everybody's afraid just to be who they are, and we can't be you know we all we all came to experience this life and express it In the own and the only unique way that we know how. Right, God duplicated itself and named it you. So when you're literally blazing new trails, creating paths and enlightenment, no one can go with you really. Right? It's, an, it's, it's a solo journey that you embark on and there's no guarantee if or when anyone will join you. So therefore the old deep-seated obsession that we had with validation becomes obsolete in this new endeavor that you're co-creating through your experience of it. So we have to transcend the need for validation, the need to be understood. That's old news that we're learning to release. We're turning the page, right? Which is why we always hear about being unattached. Oftentimes we want to latch on to other people that we meet who are also spiritual or who are on a similar path, and it's natural to want to share that connection. But we can't be attached to it. Because I do it, too. You know, I see somebody and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're spiritual, too. I, you know, let's share all this information. Hey, do you have the same feeling? Do you have these same dreams? You know, what do you know? You know, you just you want to share. You're excited. And I do that. I love it. And it's the beauty of it. But we can't be attached to, um, you know, keeping those people in our lives or making them into something that they may not be. Um, all we can do is really appreciate their presence in it uh, and appreciate the the ear that they may lend for us and we can be the ear for them and we can co create in that energy, right? But we have to be unattached and we have to know that, you know, yes, whether someone's with me or not, I'm committed to continuing to go down this journey and this path. Whether I lose friends because of it, because we're no longer on the same path, or, or family members, I didn't come here just to make friends and to fit in and to, to be validated. You know, I came here to set the world on fire with with light. That's what I came here to do. I didn't come here to set on the sidelines. I didn't come here to practice forever and never play the actual game. I didn't come here to study forever and never take the test. I came here to do all of it. I came here to play. I came here to play the game. I came here to win the championship. I came here to pass the test and to go on to the next one. That's what I came here to do, and I hope that, you know, that you do too, you know, and that you uncover that about yourself. And even if you don't, so what? <laughs> Enjoy life while you're here. There's no judgment in that. See how good that feels? There's no judgment in that, even if you don't. You know, if you're spiritual and you're you're criticizing other people, because they're not, or they're not on that path and they haven't woken up yet, maybe your light's not shining as brightly as it could that could ignite that within them. You know, maybe your sense of judgment um, is resonating with them. That density, that dense energy that you're helping to create through your judgment is what they're actually receiving and not the light that you are because you're not acting in a light-filled way at that time. But it puts through your ability to love everybody where they where they are, that's what could ignite the spark that sets the world on fire with light. So I'm going to go ahead and leave that there. Um that was a very uh that was a good very good place to to kind of turn this off at. And uh again we'll be on the show next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. The call in number every single week is three four seven nine nine six three two six three. And you're more than welcome to call in. You're more than welcome to email me at ascended at gmail dot com or Spencer 5 at gmail.com. You can also check out other things I'm doing at jessicaspencer.net. Next week's show is going to be, we're back, we are actually going to finally be in August, uh, like I kind of said in the beginning of the show, in error. Um, so it will be the same time, same back channel, 3.30 Pacific Standard Time. Thank you for listening to Ascended Radio, where we are authentically becoming our divine selves.